Welcome, everybody, to another exciting edition of KickServeRadio.com, Tennis on Air with Andy Zoden. I'm very excited to be joined by Steve Johnson Sr. He is a tennis pro at uh, Golden West Tennis Academy in Huntington Beach, California. More famously, he is the father of Stevie Johnson, who American tennis fans have been very excited about watching what he's been doing out on the tour most recently, teaming up with Jack Sock to win. Although the team didn't get by Australia, he had a win in the doubles, which was very, very exciting for American tennis fans. Now, if Steve and I sound a little out of breath, it is because as we tape this segment, we are mere minutes removed from watching one of the most exciting, emotional, and dramatic finishes in golf history. Uh, Steve, we just watched Sergio Garcia win his first major ever in high drama fashion, and I want to ask you, your son won four national championships with his team at USC. He won a couple of singles national championships as a junior and a senior, a bronze medal at the Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, and now you've watched him play Davis Cup and win a Davis Cup tie a doubles match with Jack Sock. What was your sort of Sergio Garcia moment, if you will, with Stevie's tennis? Uh, I guess up to this moment, when he won his final college match in Athens, Georgia, that was a pretty tough year, pretty tough couple of weeks. The team got through, then he got through, and it ended his career. And it's you know it was the dream that we had for him going into his senior year, and everything worked out and. When that last ball finally sailed out, excitement, relief, so many emotions. So I kind of felt that way with Sergio. He's been knocking on the door. I don't even know Sergio, but boy, I feel something for him. I tell you, I was incredibly moved and incredibly emotional. I was telling my wife, who wasn't fortunate enough to be able to watch it with me, I said, I, I can't imagine there's a dry eye in the house, and I haven't felt this emotional, and I certainly don't know him either. But to know that a guy has been working that hard and putting that much into it, and on what would have been Seve Ballesteros' 60th birthday uh, to win it today, just a, a lot of uh, confluence of emotions that kind of joined together for that perfect storm. Steve, let's start with talking about Stevie's college career because it's a storied college career and one that's almost unmatched in collegiate tennis history. And you and I spoke about the relationships that parents have with their children's coaches. What was it like for you and Peter Smith, knowing that you had taught Stevie so much growing up, but then to sort of release him to Peter, who I know you have tremendous confidence with? Talk about the relationship that you guys had during those four years. Well, uh, now that we're five years removed, I've named it the greatest handoff I could have ever made. He was the right man. He was the right coach. Uh, his coaching staff, the USC medical staff, training staff, everybody that was involved couldn't have been better. So we were very blessed. And uh, it was his dream to go to USC. You know, Peter kept me involved, kind of talked to me. He'd call me here and there. He'd always come talk to me at the home matches. And my wife and I would fly to some of the away matches. And, you know, we'd go to indoors and we'd go to NCAAs. And pretty special time. But, you know, I felt very strongly that Peter was the right man. He was a father, which was something that was very important to me that I didn't tell anybody till after the process was over and he had chosen SC. Um, I really wanted him to play for a father because they would understand what handing your son to somebody means. And uh, it was a great fit. So we're very, very fortunate how it all worked out. Steve, there's so many 
differing opinions on whether a player who's trying to play for professional tennis should actually indeed go to college or go straight into the pros. Now, it seems like it's worked out quite well for Stevie and John Isner, but then you look at the careers that Jack Sock and Sam Querrey are having. So you look at this current U.S. Davis Cup team and you got two guys that played college tennis for all four years and two guys that didn't play at all. What would be your recommendation to parents who are trying to wrestle with this same decision? Father Steve, do you feel like it's as important from the standpoint of if you make the decision to go to college, as Stevie and John did, that the maturation process go well beyond what's happening on the tennis court, that some of these guys just need the social development and the opportunity, as Stevie and John had, to play for a team and to have the on-campus life and to really be ready to go out onto the tour as a fully developed man as opposed to maybe a kid, and that really can help in that regard because the grind of the tour and the travel schedule and everything that goes with it does require uh, a very mature approach that many players don't really reach that level of maturity until they're into their mid-20s. I totally agree. I think um, people forget that when you turn pro, you're now a business, and uh, you're, you're, you're the head of your company. And how many kids are ready at 18 to be in that position? Not many. I mean, I can speak for Stevie. He wasn't ready physically, mentally, emotionally. He wasn't ready. College prepared him for it, gave him time to grow up a little bit, but to play at a high level. You know, when you play at a top program like an SC or a Georgia, you play top of the lineup. Each week, you're playing some pretty good competition. Most of the guys at the top of the lineup ended up on the Challenger Tour or making it onto the big tour. So Stevie saw good competition every week. And uh, my wife, Michelle, and I felt very strongly that that would be a better way of preparing him than having him fly all over the world chasing some points by himself in a hotel room, you know, when he was 18, 19, 20, and you know, for the record, Stevie didn't want to go yet. He wasn't ready. It wasn't like I made any decision. It's, this was just, it, he wasn't ready. He, it was not like there was any arguments or discussions. He wanted to go to college anyways. He'd still be playing in college if the rules let him. Uh, that's a fact. I know he'd put on the Trojan colors right now and go play if he had the option to. But it's, it's such a test of your character once you are out on the tour and you lose on a Tuesday, two, three weeks in a row. You made the handoff, Steve, to Peter Smith years ago, and now the guy that you're looking toward for guidance. Well, there's two. I mean, you've got to give Martin Blackman uh, a lot of what you're you're looking toward for, for guidance for Steve's career, but also Jim Courier. Talk about what you see in United States tennis leadership right now, from in particular those two. Uh, you know, I've gotten to talk to Martin a few times. He's been real good with me. came and found me at Wimbledon a couple years ago and asked 
tried to get to know me better and a little bit about Stevie. Captain Courier, I've got the chance to be around him, talk to him a little bit. You know, as far as, you know, the plan for the Davis Cup and playing through the Olympics, that, that was all part of the team thing. And that's a huge part of it. You know, Stevie's biggest dream is to be on a team and win. So that's a big part of it. You know, his day-to-day grind, you know, is based on, you know, now it's him with his coach, Craig Boynton, his agent, Sam, uh, his physio, Christian. They, they have their own little group. And, you know, I think they're all together. I think they all try to work it out. And uh, But it, I think it is extra special when we get to play, you know, for America. Oh, there's no question, and being in uh, in the good hands of a guy like Craig Boynton, who obviously played his collegiate tennis in Texas close to me at TCU and did a great job in the early years with John Isner's career, has certainly been out there in and among those guys, and it would seem like that's a pretty good fit. I thought it was a great result at Indian Wells when we weren't sure what Steve was going to be able to do. He had just kind of come off of that unfortunate ankle injury, was playing great tennis, but uh, really pushed Roger Federer to further limits than anybody else has almost all year outside of one match. Talk about what it was like for you uh, to see Stevie out there duking it out toe-to-toe with the great Roger Federer at Indian Wells. You know, as a, as a tennis coach and as a father, that was, that was pretty special, uh, special time sitting there close to the court there in the box with Stevie's, you know, group, his support group, and lots of family and friends in the crowd. Uh, pretty special place for us. And, you know, he and Roger have hit together several times, and, you know, Roger's about a special person, as you'll ever find. And to see you go to tiebreakers, now that it's been a few weeks, uh, it's very, very cool. It was heartbreaking that night for him to be that close and to have it come down to a point or two. But, uh, you know, you got to keep knocking on the door. If you keep knocking down the door, you're going to get in there one of these days. So uh, I'm sure Stevie thinks it was a treat as well. He got to play Roger at Wimbledon last year on center. So he's got to play, play Roger a couple times now, and uh, I think it's a special opportunity. We're talking to Steve Johnson, father of uh, top 30 player in the world, Stevie Johnson. KickServeRadio.com is brought to you by RacketStar.com, America's new racket sports social network. Upload your profile today for free on RacketStar.com. Steve, when you look at Stevie and Jack Sock, for that matter, you're seeing a slightly different body type from both of those guys. They really look like they have upped their dedication to their fitness. They look slim and trim and fit, and they look like they are really ready to endure the rigors of this tennis tour more so than ever before and I think clearly Stevie has always been dedicated and early on Jack's commitment was at times questioned I don't think that's the case anymore talk about what kind of uh, dedication and what kind of a program these guys are on that has them looking as, as good as they're looking right now I'm not really familiar with what Jack does off off the court um, um, I can speak about Stevie you know he just made a commitment in the offseason last year in November to drop some weight he was uh I believe he was getting close to about 200 pounds. And, and he's a big kid, but, you know, for tennis, it's probably a little more than he wants to be. So he talked to his, his physio, Christian, who has helped other pros, including Marty Fish, in the past. And he got on a very strict diet where the food was actually prepared for him every day. The calories were taken. The time of day he ate certain foods was taken into account. Pretty professional. And uh, he stuck with it. I mean, he showed up at our Thanksgiving dinner, family uh, family dinner with with his cooler, with his prepared meal. He didn't sit and eat with us. So, I mean, he ate with us, but he didn't see and eat the food we ate. So I was really impressed with that, uh, the extent that he's gone to improve. You know, he's in the top 30, which is pretty impressive, but it's not 
he's not done. He's looking for more, and he and Craig and Christian will find other ways. But uh, it's pretty impressive to see him do that. I was really happy when he said he was going to do it and stuck with it, and we saw him at Christmas and Thanksgiving and just saw what he was able to do. And then coming out on the tour in January, when we saw him in Australia running around, it was like, wow, he's he's pretty fast. So I think it's all part of uh, his being even a better professional. He's fast, he's fit, he's lean and mean, and I think it probably goes a long way toward explaining how he came back so quickly from that ankle injury that he's taking such great care of himself. Steve, before we let you go, and I've really enjoyed chatting with you today, I want to talk about the the sort of the tennis parent philosophy. Uh, I try to talk to parents about the importance of allowing their children to develop a sense of independence and internal problem-solving ability through the sport of tennis uh, that they'll be able to take with them on and off the tennis court. How do you feel about that as one of the one of the top goals and priorities in even taking tennis into your life as a sport? You know what a tricky what a tricky subject. Uh, the parent, the child, and the coach. Everybody has a job to do. If everybody does it well, uh, progress is made, and you know goals can be reached, and hopefully dreams can be reached. For me, the way I do it. As I explained to the parents their role, you know, as parents, you know, get them there, support them, you know, not not get real critical with them. Uh, the kid's job is to stay focused, listen, learn, always try hard, keep asking for more. My job is to constantly be giving them good information. If we all do it well, uh, we see success. It's tricky, you know, parents will only want to help their kid, but sometimes the over-involvement is actually a negative. What, what I've found in my own personal uh, issues is if the parent isn't sure what to do, a little less is better than a little too much. But again, that's a very subjective subject and it, it, it is tricky, but we always have to remember we cannot move anybody on without the parents. I mean, there's a support group, brothers and sisters. You know, my daughter Allison, you know, her life was involved when Stevie was coming up, you know, because of the travel and the we have to go here, we have to go there, we have to leave on Christmas. I mean, it's a whole family commitment. It's not just the one kid. So when done well, we see some incredible stories. Sometimes it doesn't go so well. Sometimes changes have to be made. But it's a great ride if we ever get on the same page. Well, Steve, i got to tell you, it's been a great ride watching your son, Stevie Johnson, do what he's done, uh, both as a collegiate tennis player and setting the bar as high as he has, and then translating that into success on the professional tour that continues to improve and get better, and the rankings and the results are showing that, his commitment to fitness, everything we talked about. I really appreciate you taking time to visit with us on kickserveradio.com, and hopefully this is something we can do from time to time. You bet. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity. He was being just a little bit hard on me But now I understand he was making me become the man he